Oh, hi. Hello. Hi. It's Sarah and Carolyn, storytelling, laughing, talking about the things in your mind. Sure, they're weird, but life is complicated, and you gotta take a friend along. It's Sarah and Carolyn, Kara and Sarah, Sarah and Carolyn time. It's good to see your face-ish. <laughs> it is good to see an approximation of your face <laughs> right yeah mm -hmm. yeah that is a good thing it is a good thing how have you been uh, um eh, you know you know minor apocalypse you know, it's fine um <laughs> i mean so the i'm in the i'm in the yellow zone now if you're using that chart if you're using the the social media chart that's floating around that's like there's so many charts i know our whole lives are covered in infographics i love infographics i don't i love infographics also it's just um not applicable when the world is burning correct <laughs> so okay i think i may have mentioned this at another time but like one of my moms in my mom's group um said the most brilliant thing um, and I will double check with her, uh, that I can mention her name. Um, but she is a midwife, um, in the area and she, at our last waffle church that we did as a family, um, like with the mom's group, she said, I'm just like mad because the world is ending, but I still have to check my email. <laughs> and I feel like, and this was before. This was in this was in 2019. I think this was like winter 2019. And we and and uh, it, we weren't even in the the actual apocalypse yet. The pandemic like, had not yet yeah. taken over our lives. But like that sentence has resonated in my heart <laughs> every day of this past year. I'm like mad because the world is ending, but also I have to check my email. <laughs> and so I. I also have a pandemic motto, but it is not funny. So um, I really? early on. You don't have a funny pandemic? Hey. Oh, I'm sorry. I love you. Go ahead. Being mean. I'm not going to be mean. I'm going to try. No, I won't share my pandemic quote with you because it might make you feel sad feelings and you don't need that right now. But it's been I mean, a great anchor point for me. Well, no, share it. Okay. Like this is a good thing for other for people to hear. <laughs> so uh, early on um, in the stay at home orders. Back in March, I was consuming a lot of podcasts. Not that I don't consume a lot of podcasts in general, <laughs> but like it was the thing that was keeping my brain occupied. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I listened to one that was just so beautiful um, called We Share the Same Sky. Mm. And it's a, um, a woman who is a journalist who decides to retrace her grandmother's journey. And her grandmother is a Jewish survivor of World War II. Oh, cool. Um, and, uh, and their, her experience and her grandmother's experience kind of marry in this beautiful, sad, life-giving story. There's a mm -hmm. lot of really amazing things that happen during this journey. Um, but she has a couple audio, uh, audio interviews with her grandmother before she died. And her grandmother uh, said the statement Everything works out if you live long enough. Whoa. Wow. And, and I was like, oh, that's so like profound and sad and also hopeful. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you just, 
you just have to you just have to keep going and it will work out i mean her next line was it may not work out the way you want it to <laughs> um but but that's been kind of my anchor point right like everything yeah. works out if you just live long enough yeah i have like two other ones that one was brilliant and funny because it was a friend of mine and not mine. Right. right. <laughs> mine is mine is more of a like, well, the universe bend t- bends towards entropy. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, like my uh, my partner and I, whenever we're like like just lamenting, right? I just basically I'm like, all right, I'm out of resources for this, and this is the way I'm going to finish this conversation. Welp, the universe bends towards entropy. Also, uh, my other partner, Todd. Uh, said it's very it's very rarely comfortable to live through history mm. and it's like ew you're so wise <laughs> and it's true it's so uncomfortable yeah. yeah yeah um so so hi everybody hi everybody we missed oh, you for, we still yeah, miss you thanks so much mm-hmm. and also not at all because i'm an introvert but a lot <laughs> still because i'm lonely and want to talk about anything but my children's current interests. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so welcome to season 1.5. Yeah. Um, we had, in a previous lifetime, aspirations to record season two um, and release in July. And we, we tried. We made an <laughs> attempt. We, uh, we recorded a single episode. Uh, back in June, uh, which if you follow us on social media, you are aware of that because we posted pictures because we were all excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple things happened. Um, the first of which was that we figured out really quickly that recording after the kids were in bed at nighttime, which is what our battle plan was in the middle mm-hmm. of also telecommuting for work and and trying to keep our kids happy and healthy and safe and maintaining relationships like we just couldn't do it it was too much we got to the end of the day and it was like oh i can't i love you so much i don't want to look at your face i love you so much but also i kind of want to smother you a little yeah (sighs) um and then the other thing we discovered really quickly is just so the episode that we recorded um it no longer hmm, how do i want to say this we like to record with an outline, right? Like mm-hmm. we plan seasons at a time and kind of tweak and adjust as we go. Um, and we had a whole season two fleshed out, which we will get to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not we're, right not, we're not scrapping. We're not scrapping um, any of the, the work that we put into season two. It's still there. Um, we will we'll return to it. It's good stuff. Like I still feel really good about the content. It was just that um, the world is, is and was especially this summer changing so rapidly um, that some of what we had decided to talk about, which is good stuff, was uh, not good timing for that yeah. good stuff. Um, it just wasn't as relevant as we wanted it to be. And also um, the conversation that was being had on a larger level seemed like the thing that needed attention and addressing Absolutely. far more than the things that we had put into season two. So we were trying to read the room. Um, which is tricky when we all can't be in a room at all. And also the room changes, <laughs> like the room. some sort of crazy, <laughs> like clue movie every yeah. every two minutes. Yep. So, um, so it's going to happen. Talk- yeah. We, we definitely have saved that outline. We will come back to it with fresh eyes and nuance when 
perhaps we can sit together in the same room to record or um, I don't know. I don't know what after this looks like. How can we know? Yeah, no one knows. What, but mm -hmm. but later, we're going to get to it. But in the <laughs> meantime, we have season 1.5, like mm -hmm. Lion King one and a half, which some people say is the best Lion King. I've never it. watched it, but I, yeah. I work with people <laughs> who are like, oh yeah, no, that's it's super the only great. Lion it's King. A great one. I don't have any idea. <sighs> yeah. Um, so maybe this will be really great. I don't know maybe it will just keep you company when you are not driving or going anywhere. Well, and um, most of the people that I have, um, that I have talked with who I've told that we're recording again um, and that we're going to take a second crack at this, uh, at the occupying this space for the podcast and not let it go. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I think that everyone in the past year has come up to like those decision points with a lot of things in their lives, right? Mm -hmm. Like I have to either let this go or I have to figure out how to hold on to it in a new way. Um, and so what we're trying to do is hold on to it in a new way um, until we can see what the after times look like. Right. Um, so what we're hoping for in uh, season 1.5 is we're, we're going to do some shorter episodes because it's a little easier on our lives um, to record that way. And easier um, on our listeners too, if you are uh -huh. at home with kids and have 15 minutes to walk the dog, right? Yep. To listen mm -hmm. to a podcast. Yep. And, um, and I think with the shorter episodes too, uh, it's, I, I don't know about everyone else, but my, um, attention span <laughs> is, I mean, it was bad before, <laughs> Yeah. but, um, my attention span now is, uh, significantly worse. Um, and I think it's, you know, cortisol is a hell of a drug y'all. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that, um, that the shorter episodes will make it a little easier to consume. Mm -hmm. um, Bite size. Also, yeah. Fun size. Fun size. <laughs> now fun size for easier travel. Um, we're we're going to try not to spend a ton of time on current events. I think that was a thing that both of us were like, you don't need another like source to talk to you about the fire that the world is right now. Right. right. So we're going to try to sort of focus on different stuff. Sure. That said, there's no way to do a relational podcast without acknowledging the world that we're living in. So, I mean, that's, it's going to be shaping our conversations. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're looking for something totally COVID free, uh, like I have some podcast recommendations for you, but this probably isn't it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We're also looking to, um, you know, still offer you some helpful resources or just things that we find fun or enjoyable. Um, and if you are one of our um, blessed Patreon supporters, and I just need to like give you guys, Dude. there is no reason any of you should still be paying us because you haven't heard from us in like nine months and you're all still there. I logged into right? Patreon like a month ago and was like, yeah. why are these people still? Okay, thanks. Yeah. Okay, thanks I, for, so like, I cry about everything now, like literally uh -huh. everything. Um, and every time I spend too much time thinking about the people who have like patiently stayed connected and mm -hmm. like, and just been like, yeah, when you guys are ready, we're here. Like, <laughs> right? yeah. like it makes me get all misty. <laughs> and, and I do think it is the external nudge that kept us from totally retiring this mm -hmm. podcast. Um, so thank you to our Patreon supporters. If you are not one, you could become one, but that's not really the spot we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, however, we are going to um, 
open up to our Patreon supporters the opportunity to send in Ask Me Anything AMA questions that we will address on these shorter podcasts. So yeah. if you have curiosities that are, um, you know, you want our opinions or ideas or experiences on things, as long as it is not outside of appropriate boundaries, um, please send us your questions. We'd and you love know, to we'll talk about those just things. won't answer those. <laughs> right. We're just <laughs> like, going to ignore them. Like, just be... <laughs> Like you, you know us by now a little bit, right? Like, um, but also um, I think that there's too the potential that if someone sends something in that's really like good and juicy that we can sink our teeth into, it might be just become its own episode. Um, sure. You know, a short, we, there's some stuff that we can definitely talk about for 30 minutes. So, yeah. Um, but I'm really curious too, to, to hear what people have to say and are curious about. So if you are a Patreon supporter, um, you can go to our Patreon website and submit to the post that we placed about AMAs. Or if it is more confidential and you don't want to put it in a public place, you can always send it to our email, which is sarahlinespeaks at gmail.com. Um, I check those both about once a week um, just to look for engagements from people. Um, so if you don't hear something right away, don't panic. But but uh, know that it's being looked at and read and considered. Um, the other really exciting thing for uh, our Patreon friends is that we got our stickers. <laughs> They're so pretty too. Like I really, <laughs> really like them. Um, and she hasn't actually even held one yet. I have the box at my house um, <laughs> and I keep sending her pictures. I'm like, look at them. Oh, um, and, and Sarah, guess what? Like I looked uh, at my uh, box of thank you notes that I told you that I had like on hand for this uh -huh. specific project. They match the color scheme. So of course they do. That makes my heart feel really happy. <laughs> So um, if you are a Patreon supporter, we'll be sending you some mail shortly. Um, mm. It's it, Everything takes a little longer right now, you know, because um, yeah. we have to do some handing off of, of mailings, but they're coming. They're coming, you guys. And maybe <laughs> even by the time this has aired, they'll have been mailed. But um, we just so. wanted to say cool. how much we appreciate you guys. And mm -hmm. um, thank you for the opportunity to keep going because we were able to recoup some production costs and we have some kind of nest egged for some of the things we'll get to do down the road. And that yeah, feels really good. It does. Yeah. Agreed. Um, um, you want to talk about our primary goal for season 1.5? Um, so I think that we're all still sort of figuring out how to be friends with each other during this minor apocalypse. <laughs> um, it's, I think that everyone, and I've seen tons of things about how to uh, maintain your relationships and all of these new apps for communication. And I think Sarah and I have talked about Marco Polo before. I think um, that was on the episode that did not air. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about it now for a second. Um, but that was one that uh, Sarah um, suggested for us last year. And, I use it regularly because yeah. um, I am a person with a hearing impairment. And so being able to see video makes it a lot easier to read lips. And, um, and so I use it all the time. And yeah. then when, when we all got asked to stay home, I think that's when it became relevant to you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, and I, and I used it specifically because you used it um, before, but like you and, um, and uh our mutual um, office mate from years, uh, from when I was mm -hmm. shared the office. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you two were the only two that I talked to on there. <laughs> and then uh, once the uh, quarantine hit, um, I used it a ton at the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. And that was mostly because we just could not see 
uh, you know, family members and stuff like that. And it was really good for the barbarian to be able to interact with her grandparents and yeah. cousins and stuff like that on there. Um, and that was when we were all sort of like, you know, I don't know what to do. So uh, a large part of what we're going to be talking about as we're going through in the, the main theme of season 1.5 is how to, um, how we're going to do friendship um, from a distance. Which um, is a thing we are still actively problem solving. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I think for a good portion of the last nine months, it's been sporadic Facebook messages. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and, and then like, Marco Polo here and there. And, and a phone like, call I love you and, and miss you. And yep. yeah. Well, and, and I think some of that is because um, I don't know about everyone else, but uh, I have sometimes like the, the echoes of connection, like the video chats and all that stuff mm -hmm. are much more draining for me um, mm. than just nothing. Um, uh, it's like watching my yoga instructor on a live stream just made me feel more lonely for the actual experience of being mm. in my yoga class. <laughs> sure. So, so I had to shift, uh, shift that, right. Because it was something that, um, it just really drained me rather than giving me more resources and mm -hmm. resources are already at such a premium. So, yeah. um, we're still trying to figure, figure all of this out as we go. And, um, so much has changed and, uh, yeah, and continues just, to change, right? So rapidly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which requires a lot of um, mental and emotional resources to just sort of keep up. Um, I feel like all of us have sort of been surfing our lives for the last year. My, um, my uh, partner, uh, who will be referred to as Beastie on here, um, he, uh, <laughs> we were looking at the calendar and he's like, hey, we've been together for eight month years. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think that that's just a really uh, appropriate way to look at this past year mm -hmm. that um, it's um, each month has been, uh, has aged and, and pulled us forward in, in our personal history and so much more than just a month. Well, and I, <laughs> you, you talk about your relationship month years. I would like to talk about first grade month years. Um, yeah. I have a, you know, the professor is older and for the most part is very independent um, with his schoolwork. The only thing we really need to do is um, check the, the grade book every once in a while to make sure yeah. that, you know, cause every once in a while he's like, well, my parents aren't around and, and I don't really like this assignment. So, so I'm just not going to ignore it. Yeah which he we've had got, the same problem with the barbarian mm -hmm. uh, well, and, and I can't be mad about it because that's who I was as a student too so yeah. um but but first grade um we are 100% virtual and um Judith is a very high energy human and <laughs> it's been every school week and I think this is a thing that I really resent about the way our culture is approaching the the moment of history we're living in which is that we have continued to uphold the expectations of productivity in both children and adults right you're still supposed to be doing as much work you're still supposed to be um you're still supposed to be learning and i know that there are people who are advocating right like educators are like we just don't want backsliding right we just are trying to maintain skills and so that's fine but i have to tell you that doing several hours of Google calls a day for a seven-year-old so is incredibly hard. Mm -hmm. And 
we get to Thursday and he and I are both done. We're mm-hmm. both done with first yeah. grade. Yeah. And so that is like, I just can't, I get to Thursday and Friday and there's a lot of tears on both ends and I'm tired. And yeah. so then it leaves even less for other people. Um, one thing my therapist said to me um, that was very, very helpful um, was you need to adjust your expectation setting to pandemic. Um, because it was very hard for me, um, in the beginning, I'm such a high energy person and I am so social and Mm -hmm. I am so scheduled (laughs) and, um, that it, uh, I felt like I was failing 100% of the time. And I think that probably this is something that a lot of people are sharing at the, at the moment that like, I'm failing at my job, I'm failing at parenting and I'm failing at being my, with my friends and I'm failing at my romantic partnerships. Um, and, uh, I also am a chronic and classic overachiever type. Um, and so it was, I was not only feeling like I was feeling, I was punishing myself for it um, and, and just beating myself up for it constantly. Um, and so that was something that we worked on in, in my therapy appointments um, was that we needed to adjust the expectations, which it's easy to say and really hard to do. Well, and <laughs> like my rational brain says, absolutely we do. But when the world around you continues to expect mm-hmm. standards, it's very difficult to advocate for yourself and your family and say, hey, we're just not going to do that, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which I definitely have done, right? There have been times where I'm like, you, we're just going to call this good enough today, yep. right? We're going to yeah. walk away. Yep. We're going to go outside and play for a little while. We're going to, we're going to watch a movie and snuggle. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, so not only do you have to battle your own brain mm-hmm. yeah. in terms of productivity and yeah. resetting for pandemics, but you also have to, you also have to advocate against systems that have not adjusted at all. At all. Mm-hmm. And so that's another episode where I release all of my rage on how we have been abandoned <laughs> by our federal government and the Department of Education, but it's not for today. Um, well, and I think that that professionally too, I think that, um, uh, that that's a really hard thing. I can do that in my, my personal life and my with school for the kid, right? Like mm-hmm. I can be like, you know what? This is stupid. We can't, we can't expect ourselves to be able to do this. It's, mm-hmm. it's okay. Like, let's just go for a walk with the dog. Right. Right. Um, but the expectation at work um, has only increased because I work for a nonprofit. And so the need um, in our community is greater than it has ever been. And so it was already a community in crisis, right? Like pretty mm-hmm. near constant crisis. And now it's still a near constant crisis and everything is on fire. <laughs> so it's like, I talk and- with people, some of our community allies and they're like, yeah, I'm in nonprofit work. And it feels like everything just got turned up to like 11. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I don't know this, but I suspect that you experience some of the same um, professional anxieties that I do. Uh, at one point, um, my, my employing the, the board of my employers decided that we would, um, open the building and come back to in-person. Um, but they, they said it would be optional. You don't have to, if you don't feel safe. We're just going to judge you quietly if you don't. Well, and I, (laughs) I immediately messaged one of my friends and I was like, that feels like a trap, right? Because I'm a lady, because I'm a lady, I feel like I can't take easy roads because it will come back up on my review. 
Mm-hmm. It absolutely will. Yeah. Nine months that I was like, yeah, I'm not coming in. I'm following science. And I also have a childcare dilemma, mm-hmm. right? Like I can't just go. Um, and I knew that by choosing to stay home, there is an excellent chance that there will be negative ramifications. Um, yeah, and so feeling yeah. like you can adjust your employment to pandemic level when you're a professional woman is very difficult. Is it doesn't feel Impossible. like an option. Yeah. I am. Um, well, let's maybe, I think, yeah, I think an, I an episode about the professional <laughs> demands would be really good. Cause I, yeah. I know that this has been something that has been super exhausting for me. Um, and board, uh, boards, uh, nonprofit boards in general, mm-hmm. I think right now, there's this sort of attitude because a lot of them are older folks who are retired. And so they're like, this is so easy to stay home. I don't know what you're complaining about. While also, what are we paying you for if you're not doing anything? And it's like- Literally huh, part of the conversation that, that happens, yeah. Oh no, that, that literal sentence mm-hmm. was said to me in a meeting. Um, uh, what are we paying you for? Um, and having to advocate for my team, especially like my employees, mm-hmm. my direct reports, I like- I have gotten real rowdy <laughs> in a couple meetings. Um, like, listen, these are people who are risking their health to make sure that the needs of the community are met. Right. Um, and I, I, I'm not going to stand for this anymore. This is bad behavior, right? Yeah. So let's, I, we're going to so put a pin in that. So let's to something <laughs> less stressful and talk about the holidays, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Way less stressful. Way less stressful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so the, I think the listeners have figured out at this point that you and I are both incredibly cautious during, during this uh, pandemic year, right? Mm-hmm. That we are yeah. not doing a lot of outside our social bubble stuff, but let's talk about last weekend. Yeah. Last weekend. So for the last eight years, um, we, our families have uh, gone to a Christmas tree farm and cut down Christmas trees together. And the ritual of like picking each other's Christmas tree, like helping and like (laughs) having very important conversations about needle size, uh, sharpness, um, roundness. Are there any gaps? How much do you have to take off from the (laughs) bottom to make room for presents? Um, This is, this has been a long-term tradition. We have pictures of the professor and the barbarian. This was before we even had Judith. Um, no, no. Our first year was was the year that Judith was in a baby sling. Oh, that's right. Like that's right. You were wearing old. you yeah. were wearing Judith that year. Yeah. Are you sure there wasn't one before? Because I thought uh-uh. we had one the year. Okay. Are you questioning my memory? No, I know yeah. better. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we have a picture of the barbarian and the professor. <laughs> just looking derpy is all get out in their, <laughs> in their snow gear in their snow gear and i just love the juxtaposition because the professor is wearing snow pants snow boots a snow like a his winter coat <laughs> and his uh hat with a pom-pom and then the barbarian is standing there in her sweatshirt leggings, leggings and some like mittens. snow boots yeah. and and oh and she's is wearing mittens she would not wear her hat yeah. <laughs> and and it's just a picture of their essence and spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this year, uh, we decided that this was a masked, socially distant outside thing. Um, and we have, we have been so, so isolated. Um, mm-hmm. Both of our families have, have really, I think, erred on the side of caution consistently. Yep. Um, and, uh, but this year we're like, this is a thing we just can't, we just can't, at least from my perspective, I just couldn't give this up this year it's yeah. outside we can all wear masks <laughs> like i i just needed it the, um, the 
risk was great was less than the emotional toll of skipping it yes exactly and and so we went and um guys the the barbarian i'm sorry go go ahead ahead. the barbarian and the professor uh asked to borrow sarah's phone so that they could take selfies together (laughs) which was um you know, everything makes me cry, but I thought this was a really good one to make me cry. Um, watching their relationship become its own entity mm-hmm. um, has been one of the joys of raising them together, um, at least. And, and I, Sarah and I have talked about this before, that like, it's been so fun to watch that. And, and I loved the barbarian as a baby um, but I joke around that like your love for your newborn is very chemical, <laughs> right? Sure. Like, yeah. like it's a biological um, instinct. Um, and then your love for your kid and eventually your teenager and your adult child. Um, those are much more active decision-making processes. Mm-hmm. Um, and watching her become herself um, mm-hmm. and, and then choosing her relationships. And, and also I think I was afraid um, that we would get together and there would be awkwardness or tension. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, and there just, was nothing. They yeah, up we like took it. A, was, yeah. Well, then you took that picture from behind and what did you, um, what did you say? Uh, I said from behind, it looks like every other year. Because you can't farm. see their masks. It's the, yeah. it's the three kids just hauling ass down the lane with <laughs> Christmas tree carts to go to this little hidden corner that we never get Christmas trees from, but we always have to go and explore first. Yep. And run um, off the stink. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was such a relief. This, it was, um, you know, I have a lot of late night anxieties that keep me awake about the, um, the emotional long-term ramifications of what this will mean for our kids Yeah, this year of pandemic and to watch our children who haven't been together in almost a year mm-hmm. pick up like it was nothing. Yeah. Reminded me that they are incredibly resilient and also reassured me that you and I are both doing, I think really well. We're not fucking providing- it up. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, we are in a lot of bit. ways. There's yeah, definitely yeah. ways we are, yeah. but like, I'd say the overall, like, measuring we're we're landing more on the side of doing it well than right. than fucking it up <laughs> i may actually have a hard time convincing my kids to go back to in-person school whenever Dude, that can yeah. happen because they mm-hmm. are really into um the comfort of home yeah this year so well I've and i've noticed that with the barbarian too she's like that's a long time to be away from the house right like when we've gone <laughs> yep. and done other things and it's like it's not even six hours and you used to spend 10 hours of the day, not right. at the house right. um, or, or her um, unwillingness to be away from me for long periods of time as well. Um, but like, that's understandable because this is where the security and safe happens. Um, but yeah, navigating the holidays. So, um, so the right Christmas tree farm, so strange. <laughs> yeah. The Christmas tree was a tradition that we were able to keep. Mm-hmm. Um, we are having to face the fact that we won't be able to keep our other holiday tradition this year, mm-hmm. um, which is that, we open our home up to the people we love best um, to come and graze and exchange gifts and watch movies and snuggle. And it's, it's the most social that we are all year long. Right? <laughs> yep. Cause normally we're like, please call before you come, please don't just don't show up. And this is the only day where we're like, just whenever you want to show up is fine. And whenever you want to go home is fine. Um, and obviously, obviously we can't have, 
people in our house um, this year that are not from our social bubble, which is mm -hmm. very, very, very small, yeah. um, as is yours. And so we're having to get creative, but also like doing the grief work around saying no, mm -hmm. um, because that, that tension between the longing of your spirit to be with the people that you love, to hold traditions, to do the things that you're accustomed to doing, and also knowing that it's just not safe for your family, at least not our family, right? Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think everybody has to risk assess on their own, but we have too many yeah. out, outlying health issues. Yeah. Um, and so there's, and I, the grief comes in waves, mm -hmm. right? That moment, though, I have to tell you, I, I cried happy tears when I realized that for the first time in my parenting life, I can wear cute jammies <laughs> and read my kids the night before Christmas and tuck them in at a reasonable hour on Christmas Eve this year. Yeah. I might be working. Yeah. Um, I, 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 there's the, the joy for me, honestly, I was like, you know what? I'm not as dreading the Christmas season this year as much as I was. There's two things specifically that I was very anxious about. And one was Christmas day at your house. And one was the Christmas tree farm. Mm -hmm. um, knowing that one we probably could negotiate and the other we probably couldn't. Mm -hmm. um, and so there was some grief around that for me, but like also I have a 100% ironclad excuse to do nothing <laughs> this right. entire right. season um, because a large part of the stress and anxiety that happens for me around Christmas is people inviting me to do stuff or giving me yep. presents. And now no one can do that. <laughs> right. Um, and, and the only other thing that I really uh, grieved was I like to have a solstice party because it's mm -hmm. not about presents at all. And I just make a bunch of food and light a fire in the fireplace and all of my friends come over and I feed them too much and give them booze. And then we all just sort of lay around. Right. And um, that, that's a thing that I'm sad to miss. But And this would be like the one year I would have enough time to come. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and, and so, but, but I think there's also some unique... Um, opportunities, just like, weirdly, just like everything else, right? Like uh, our bubble it is very intensely geographically based. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, because my neighborhood, my folks are a couple blocks away and we already were friends with one of our um, neighbors. We were pretty close already, but like this year has really made it so we have spent a ton of time together because we were all home and then, um, and they were sort of proxy parents for kiddo and she was able to be with them a lot. And, um, and then they also just uh, started adoption process for a kiddo that's my kiddo's age. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have this sort of built-in extended family, playmate, friends um, that we're going to get to spend a bunch of our holiday time with because they're in our bubble. Right. Um, so there's some trade-offs as well. It's just that, yeah, the grieving of just a couple things that I really, really love about the holidays. Um, well, and, and for us, one of the reasons that we opted to kind of do an open house style Christmas day is that we have two moms who live in town who are on their own. Mm -hmm. And the idea of asking them to do Christmas day by themselves did not feel acceptable when we became a married unit. Mm -hmm. um, and so this has been something we've been doing most years. Last year we had to cancel because Judith had strep throat and we yep. spent Christmas day in urgent care. But 
um, most years we have had the doors open and have spent it with our parents. And so then, so then trying to figure out what it means, trying to be mindful of those who do not have a social bubble mm-hmm. that includes, you know, neighbors or close family members um, and, and feeling responsible for that, which I certainly do mm-hmm. um, to, to take into consideration, um, you know, one of my hardships right now is that like, I literally never get alone time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My day starts and ends with Judith mm-hmm. being near my body. Yep. Um, and uh, we spend a lot of time together throughout the day. And then of course, relational connection with the other two humans who live in my house, but mostly it's Judith. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love you, buddy. When you listen to this down the road, just know that I love you and also sometimes need a break and yeah. that's healthy and okay. Um, yep. But, and so do you, believe right. it or not. It doesn't right. feel like it right now, but you also need breaks from mama, which, uh-huh. yeah. That's a thing um, you learn about later. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but the fact of the matter is that our mothers carry a completely different burden mm-hmm. in this, right? That there is, there is a lot of loneliness. Yeah. Um, and they are also in the highest risk demographic. And so risk assessment for them is really different and complicated. And, um, so we're, we're negotiating some, some holiday ideas, things Mm -hmm. that we could do instead, but it's certainly going to be hard, even though I'm looking forward to like Christmas Eve at home, um, not having to eat Taco Bell at seven 30 at night (laughs) on Christmas Eve, because it's the only place that's open. Um, and I'm too tired to cook, right? Like that. I'm happy to let that go. Mm-hmm. but the, um, yeah, the longing to be with people is really hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, we've talked about what we're looking forward to, um, what we're hoping for. We're hoping also to get more engaged on our social media platforms so that we're, we have a little more, um, access to you folks. Um, and uh, again, that Patreon AMA is something I'm actually really looking forward to, um, mm-hmm. to hear from folks that are um, listeners who uh, want to engage more thoroughly. And I, I just dig that a lot. Um, but do you want to, I think we should keep our resource drop. And I think okay. we talk, that that's a thing that um, I always really look forward to. Plus, I'm weirdly looking forward to uh, getting back on the, um, on the website and like, oh, hey, website. It's like going <laughs> back inside a, yeah. a room that's been closed for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'm going to do a resource drop on the website. Um, okay. And then that'll also go on to our Facebook page. Um, and I'm sure Sarah will have some, I took a bunch of screen caps of this recording. <laughs> uh, so she'll have some excellent that was content. A strug. That for was a our, <laughs> Oh no, I have like eight pictures. Yeah. I also took ones while we were talking. So. Oh, good. <laughs> Um, so do you have a resource that you want to share? Um, so what I would share at this point in the game is one of my favorite, um, highly entertaining, light and fluffy, you don't have to think hard about it, um, YouTube channels, because I, at the end of the day, do not, I can't, all y'all out there watching like The Crown and stuff that is emotional and you have to like high intensity. I can't. (laughs) I'm pleased to tell you, Caroline, that, um, 10 years after the fact, my husband and I are finally watching community and it's hilarious. And now all of your community community jokes are actually (gasps) funny to me. I'm so happy. It's so (laughs) good. But that's not, (laughs) 
It's That's so not good. my resource. Sorry. Because it's sorry, a decade everybody. old. Um, <laughs> it's still and, really good. You should go watch it. It's still um, so good, you guys, on Hulu. Yeah, but it's, there are definitely, it's also on Netflix now. Oh, is it? Great. great. Um, yeah, that's why we started watching it. But uh, it's also very dated. There are things that they say and you're like, oh, yeah. Oops. I, like... I, there's a lot of it that holds up, though, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely. Think, I think it's really, because um, uh, the barbarian loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've watched it together a bunch of times. Or sometimes like that, like, there's an episode that we all love. So we'll go and watch it for like a comfort thing of like, right. oh, that fun episode. Let's go watch it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're rewatching my favorite season of Great British Bake Off. Oh, um, that has been such a gift. Great so here is, my, here is my resource drop, my yeah. official one, now that I've talked about the other things that I'm watching. Um, so for those of you who are uh, nerds like me who really love the Bon Appetit channel on YouTube, but also then grieved um, Condé Nast's terrible, terrible handling of the um the news that their uh bipoc members of their youtube channel were getting paid just significantly less than the other members of their their content creation um a lot of those members have left the bon appetit kitchen and are no longer making youtube videos Mm. um so one of them is sola who i love so much Mm, she is mm -hmm. just a wonderful light of a human being and so calm and like hard to rattle. So she has paired up with Babish. So binging with Babish. Um, and they do a series called stump Sola and he gives her like one of them was, um, she had to make a seven course tasting menu out of only foods she could buy at the bodega. (gasps) I Um, love that. It's so fun. They're like 25, 30 minutes each. So it feels like you're actually like watching something instead of just flipping through TikTok or 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 Instagram. Um, But they are, they're just nothing but like warmth. And Mm -hmm. so I would recommend Stump Sola on Binging with Babish. That's my resource drop because I couldn't think too hard about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I... Uh, this past year, music has been a significant form of my coping mechanism. Um, and I think music always is for all of us, um, that it's a, it's a really helpful thing that you don't realize how much you're associating your experience to this, the sounds of the songs mm-hmm. that you're hearing, some of those things. Um, but the other day, Beastie and I and Kiddo were talking about some of the songs that have gotten us through this last year mm-hmm. um and it was prompted by a conversation around the okay go video um mm-hmm. all together now um which they released on youtube and recorded individually in their own houses so okay go is a a long standing uh we're all fangirls in this yep. house of okay go yeah um the kiddo loves the videos we love the videos yep. um there's science there's uh social awareness there's creativity we just love them so so much yeah um but this um this new drop was the all together now video and i i mean it's openly... not new they dropped it in april but that's okay okay sorry <laughs> there's no time time has right. no meaning yes yeah. um but but our family uh uh has it's been it's come into heavy rotation recently sure um so my resource drop is actually going to be um i'm going to put a playlist onto um onto the website uh, and it'll have links to the YouTube videos for some of these, because I think you and I had this conversation about Alanis Morissette's um, uh, appearance on Jimmy Fallon. Yes, the one with her uh, Where she's trying to, to sing and her daughter is in her arms. And it's like, this is what it feels like to try to work when you're a mom. <laughs> like, uh-huh. um, 
and it just so beautifully encapsulated uh, our our experience there for a second. Um, and so that's one of the songs. That whole album is something that we've all listened to in our house. Um, and then Beastie and I have songs that um, um, we've associated sort of with this very strange beginning to our relationship. And, um, and so I'm going to put a playlist on there. It'll have links to things. Um, I don't Spotify. Otherwise I would do a playlist that you guys could follow. <laughs> um, but she's just an gonna... elder millennial friends. Yeah. I'm not a Spotifyer. <laughs> um, I, um, but I'm going to put it together. So if you're interested in building your own playlist or, um, want to just see some of the videos and that kind of stuff. Um, but those songs have been major components of how I have navigated, um, this past year. Um, and so that's going to be my resource drop as a playlist for everybody. I love that. Yeah. Um, I miss you. I miss you too. Yeah. Um, I don't think that I, uh, I fully felt the weight of this tagline until this year. But um, hey, life is complicated. Take a friend. This podcast is only possible because of the support and talents of our community. Thanks so much to Jen Worthington for our original music. Brennan French Graphic Arts for our logo design. Sammy Chow for our website design. Todd Parnell for sound design and editing. Thank you for listening. Nope. No. <laughs>